everybody this is john catholic for rednecks thank you for dropping by my humble youtube channel i'm just driving home from work i was um been thinking a lot lately about how much easier it was to be a protestant than it is to be a practicing catholic um not that i would go back or trade anything but the catholic faith the journey is a lot a lot more involved than the, the Protestant faith. Now, when I say Protestant, I know Protestants say they're not Protestant, but that's like white people saying they're not European. You just you just can't get away from it. I mean, if you're not Catholic, then you're non-Catholic, and all non-Catholics are, Pro are Protestants. They come from, they broke off. They protest many things that Catholics believe that the original church believed for centuries, many centuries, the Protestant, Protestants protested a lot of things, but uh, I was just thinking, you know, in the Protestant church, and it's hard to just paint a broad stroke because th there are so many different conflicting beliefs within the Protestant church. Some of them believe in once saved, always saved, meaning that when you ask Jesus into your heart sincerely, then Jesus comes to live inside your heart and you are born again and you're going to heaven no matter how bad you F it up. You're going to heaven. I mean, I don't care if you commit adultery 5,000 times and uh, have sex with uh, everything moving, um, you're going to heaven. Plain and simple. If you're a born-again Christian, uh, it's what the Southern Baptists and the Presbyterians and several others believe. They believe you could be a born-again Christian, which to them means you simply sincerely asked Jesus into your heart, um, invited him into your life, and that could have been when you were four or five years old in daycare. It could have been last week. It could have been when you were on a youth retreat as a teenager, whatever. At some point, you sincerely invited Jesus to be your personal Lord and Savior. Then he came into your heart to forever be there, and there's nothing you can do about it, nothing. You can stop going to church. You can stop reading your Bible. You can stop praying. You can uh, buy a prostitute, die of a heart attack in a hotel room, and you're going straight to heaven. There's no requirements. And then, you know, there are some Protestant churches that say, well, you have to be baptized for it to count, such as the Church of Christ. And uh, there's some churches in the Protestants that uh, believe you have to speak in other tongues, and there's some of them that believe in the Trinity, and some of them believe in uh, Jesus only, that there's only Jesus. And it's just, it's, it's a never-ending, um, I mean, they believe all kinds of things. I mean, you literally, the Protestants believe that you can privately interpret the Bible, and that's what they do. Um, you know, even within certain Protestant denominations, like the Baptists, there's many different kinds of Baptists that do not agree. There are several different kinds of Presbyterians. There's the non-denominational denomination. They, they, um, it's just, you know, they just, they don't align with anybody. And uh, they believe in a whole smorgasbord. I mean, it could be different. You can go one non-denominational non church on this corner, and it would be completely different from the one on that corner. It's just a free-for-all. And um, anyhow, but I just think of how difficult it is to be Catholic. And I, was, I look at some of my friends' Facebook posts, and the Protestant friends, it seems like a lot of their posts, 
that the gospel and the journey of faith and Christianity all revolves around them, their blessings, um, their their job, their um, you know, I, I hear people talking about they're resting in the promises of Christ, um, that they uh, know that God only means uh, the blessing for them, that behold, I know the plans for you, blessings are not evil, and for them, for a lot of them, especially those that would probably watch Joel Osteen on Sunday mornings, they just, you know, their impression and belief of Christianity is uh, once you ask Jesus into your heart, that all uh, you get on an inner tube and you float down life and blessings are just washing over you just and, and they don't believe that anything bad is from God um, they believe that that all uh, you're just gonna be splashed by blessings and grace and mercies all the time and there's even some Christian Protestant denominations such as the Word of Faith the prosperity gospel they believe that uh, if anything negative is going on in your life, it's simply because you're not in faith or you're disobedient to God. Because they really believe you're supposed to live on easy street. Every day is a payday. I think even Joel Osteen wrote a book, something about Friday. Every day is payday. Every day is a Friday. Total BS. Many of the great, great, great saints of God that walked to near perfection in life went through all kinds of tragedies, died sick, um, just had all kinds of crap going on in their life. I mean, even Jesus did. He had all kinds of stuff going wrong in his life. The Apostle Paul, shipwrecked, beaten, stoned, and I don't mean by weed. He was actually literally stoned and left for dead. But I just look at some of these Facebook posts from our Protestant friends, and I think, wow. So you believe all you have to do, they believe in 100% grace. There's no works whatsoever. It's just a free ride. You ever heard that song, Free Ride? But, uh, it's, you know, ask Jesus into your heart, and that's it. Um, they want you to go to church, but you don't have to. They want you to tithe, but you don't have to. Um, they want you to um, to uh, read your Bible and things like that, but you really don't have to. In other words, all you have to do to go live with Jesus and walk those streets of gold is at some point ask Jesus into your heart to be your personal Lord and Savior. Now, some of them go a little bit beyond that and say, no, well, that and you have to repent of your sins. And some say, well, you have to believe in your heart, repent of your sins, and be baptized. And some of them say, yeah, well, that's still not enough. You got to uh, be filled with the Holy Ghost and speak in tongues. And some go even further, you've got to live a justified life. So it just goes, it's jumping through hoops at the same time that they say all you got to do is believe this only faith, only grace, and uh, God does everything. But you know, in the Catholic Church, and that would be great. I mean, in Catholic Church, <clears throat> it's a mortal sin for skipping out on Mass. And I don't mean missing Mass because you're sick or you got to work or something. But, you know, as a Baptist, you want to go to the beach. Pentecostal, you want to go to the beach. You want to go to the lake. Um, you just don't feel like going. You got the blues. Um, you just tired you it's it's okay it's okay you just don't go and if you don't want to give money to the church you don't have to you don't have to pray i mean the catholic church is so involved i mean there's a lot of things um, i often joke to myself and to god god i hope you're more lenient 
than the Catholic Church is. Catholic Church is hard ass. There's a lot of rules and laws, and people say they're man-made laws. Well, Jesus gave the church the authority to make laws which are enforceable on earth by heaven. It's all there in Matthew 16. It don't matter how you try to spin it and and uh, wash it away. The, Jesus gave Peter uh, authority to make laws, to bind and loose. And you can say, when they went, he went and talked about Peter, he's talking about the church. Well, fine then. The church has the right to make laws, to make rules, and to make traditions. It's right there. And it's all through the New Testament. You know, but just think about, you know, um, in Catholic faith, you need to go to confession to be forgiven of your sins. Uh, for instance, if I uh, watch uh, porn, look at a uh, pornographic movie, look at porn on my phone, then uh, and I and I willingly do it and knowingly do it, then uh, I've got a mortal sin, which means that if I die in a state of mortal sin. I go to hell. Well, how do I get out of that mortal sin? Well, what I need to do as a Catholic is go make an appointment or show up at confession before I get myself killed or struck by lightning and go to a priest um, and then I get forgiven. Um, people say, that ain't in the Bible. It's in the Bible. It's in 1 John 1, 9. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And they say, confess means to pray. No, it don't. It did not say if we pray about our sins. It did not say if we confess to God. It says if we confess, that means to say out loud, which means we need to be standing in front of somebody. Uh, why would we have to say our sins out loud unless there is somebody listening? Also, the same person that wrote 1 John 1, 9 was there and wrote John 20, 23 where Jesus appeared to the apostles and breathed on them and told them to receive the Holy Spirit. Then he told them, uh, whoever sins you forgiven or forgiven, um, that was passed on to the descending apostles, the ones they pass it on to. Even Paul said, if, if you forgive them, I forgive them. So anyhow, so as a Catholic, if I um, lust and, or watch porn, then I have to go to confession and humble myself and confess to that sin. And all uh, Protestants don't have to do that. They just got to do it mentally. Oh, Lord, I just watched eight hours of porn. I masturbated three or four times. I'm sorry. And that's it. I mean, how great is that? I, I wish they were right. I, I really do. But there's, no, there's nothing in the New Testament that teaches that. No, there's nothing in the New Testament that says all you got to do is thank it to the Lord and you're forgiven. No, um, it would be great, though. And, and the once saved, always saved. I hope they're right. If the Baptists and the Presbyterians and I don't know how the Methodists believe and other. Uh, I mean, there's like hundreds of different denominations. I don't know what they all believe. I just I grew up Baptist, went to Presbyterian Pentecostal churches. Now the Pentecostal churches believe you can lose your salvation and buzz hell wide open no however however long you've been saved. So they have to get saved over and over and over. They don't believe in going to confession. But I don't know how the Pentecostals got it worked out. But if you're a Pentecostal you get saved when you ask Jesus in your heart. But after a certain number of sins, I don't know what the magic number is but you get so far away from the Lord and you lose your salvation. So I guess you have to go get saved again. 
re-invite Jesus into your heart, re-get baptized. I don't know. It's a bunch of hoops to jump through. But it would be great. You know, I do pray. When I talked to my, I had a Baptist friend when I worked at a very large Catholic television network, and he was Baptist and all. I used to tell him all the time, dude, I hope you're right. I hope I don't have to go to church. Now, I do want to go to Mass, but it would be great sometimes not to go. Sometimes I want to chill the freak out and stay at home and watch football and stuff, and I don't want to go. I usually want to go. And it would be great, you know, if the Baptist is right, that if I slipped up and uh, committed adultery or lusted in my heart, that all I got to do is, oh, I'm sorry, Jesus, and it's gone. Instead of making an appointment to go see a priest or driving downtown or, or having to Google and find out who's having confession. Um, also, something that's hard about being a Catholic is a lot of the Catholic churches around here, you just don't go to Mass. Uh, you're not supposed to go to Mass and take the Eucharist in a state of mortal sin, or that's even worse. You're going straight to hell if you die. Okay, but they make it hard because a lot of Catholic churches around here, for instance, right down here, we're fixing past St. Teresa in Leeds. They have confession around 1 o'clock every day, but Mass is at 12. So you have to go to Mass. You can't take communion because you got a mortal sin. So you have to, you know, wait till communion, I mean, until Mass is over, then go to confession. Makes no sense at all. Why not have confession at 11 o'clock a.m.? Take your butt in there, confess your sins. Then you go enjoy Mass in a state of grace and take communion. They're, they're not the only one like that. There, there are several Catholic churches where they only have confession at certain times. My personal thought is you, they need to make confession available every morning because if it's true that you can die in a mortal sin and go straight to hell no, no longer, how, no, long, how, no matter how much you love Jesus, no, no matter how faithful you've been, the Catholic Church teaches that if you commit a mortal sin, that you're going straight to hell unless you go to confession. That's what they teach. So if that's true, they need to have 24 and 7 hour confession. They need to have a priest on standby, just like 911, just like paramedics. I mean, if you're having a heart attack or a stroke, <clears throat> you don't wait to go to the ER at 12 o'clock the next day, you call 911 right then. Now, there's one good thing though. We have something, a sacrament in the Catholic Church called last rites. And that means that like right now, I've got a card. I call it my get out of hell card. But I got a card in my billfold and if I was a T-bone a tree over there or hit this bridge and die, um, the paramedics and police hopefully they would dig through my billfold and looking for my driver's license, they would find my call a Catholic priest card. And they would call a Catholic priest and hopefully they'd call one that was wor wor worth his salt and that priest would come and minister to the last rites to me and I would be absolved of all my sins right there. The priest, that, how do you, you say, how can he do that? Because of Matthew 16 where jesus christ who is god in the flesh stood face to face nose to nose with peter and gave him the authority to bind and loosen heaven and earth it's right there in the bible it don't matter how mad you get how you want to interpret it how you want to spin it it's the gospel so anyhow i just thought i'd throw this out there and i'll, I'll be uploading this onto Catholic for rednecks tomorrow i left my laptop at work and all but you guys that are watching this from catholic down south can see it now we'll talk to you later goodbye